0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to this special crossover episode of Locked On Avalanche slash Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, we, uh, we, we wanted to get a show done before the series started. It couldn't happen, but it's kind of maybe a blessing in disguise that we didn't because, oh, how so much has happened after one game between these two teams. So with me is host of the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, Knights, Carlos Gonzalez. Carlos, how are you doing today, my friend? Uh,
1: I'm doing good, man. Uh, thanks Carlo, for... Carlo, I said Carlos. Yeah, it's so Carlo. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, Carlo. It's, Car- it's Carlo. Yeah. No S. No S. No, right? S. Okay. no it's right. just what I, what I always say, tell people is that it's Carlo because it's just me. It's not plural. <laughs> it. It's I'm unique. I love you're, you're the I'm, singular Carlos. Baby. Yeah, I'm
0: the singular Carlo. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, you're relatively new to locked on. So yes, welcome aboard. And uh, we were talking briefly before we hit, re- uh, hit record. Uh, so I, I think I did a, a crossover with the old hosts. I, I can't remember if Jack, I had was it Jack. Was he Jack Manning? Yeah, I think so. I, but it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, so introduce yourself to the avalanche side of things and then i'll kind of give a brief history of me for for your listeners so uh
1: who are you where are you from and why vegas i i am carlo gonzalez i am from las vegas and you know gary bettman quote unquote as a lot of people would say gifted us the team so (laughs) i i pretty much you know came on to the team as as they as they were created uh everybody knows the story of the whole October thing that happened yeah. right before the inaugural season, mm-hmm. huge, huge um, emotional moment for me. So I, I told myself I'm going to stick with this team uh, through thick and thin. Yeah, uh, I've been doing, I've been covering slash doing a podcast for the golden Knights since uh, the beginning of the second year, it was a very diluted market. So I uh, mean, my, me and my friend, Andrew decided, Hey, let's just do a podcast. Nice. So uh, that's how I got started, and now I'm new to the Locked On podcast, and I'm very excited to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I'm uh, glad you're here. Glad we can do this uh, crossover. We'll be doing many of them, I'm sure, in the Mm -hmm. uh, weeks to come and the offseason and all that other fun stuff. But uh, for for your fans that maybe don't really follow me, um, yeah, I've been doing the Locked On Avalanche show pretty much since Locked On got... Uh, NH in on the NHL side of things I think they started right at the beginning of the season and I came on right at the end of October so I think they were like a month in uh, Mm -hmm. before I jumped in and uh, I just it was one of those things where I'm like shot him an email and they responded like within 20 minutes and talked to Sean who's our you know kind of NHL director and he was like yeah let's do it so um, and been in the podcast world for over a decade now total so it's covering I mean you're doing it covering your favorite team mm-hmm. is uh you know something that you're lucky to do so I love doing it
1: yeah to me it's a little bit therapeutic to be honest with you so that. true oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah like after every game it's just some, some a place or you can just rant and just ramble on about your frustrations yeah. or, or, yeah, or right. enthusiasm about the team. It's just pretty cool. Even after a loss, even after yeah. a loss, you can just get some things off your
0: chest and you feel good after like 20 mm-hmm. 25 minutes, you feel good that you, you were able to have an outlet somewhere, so. Yeah. Um, and the fact
1: that people wants to listen to it is just <laughs> I, don't, I I that's
0: the added that's, bonus.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why, but you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, people keep listening, uh, we'll keep doing it. So. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot going on between our two teams, so um, we'll get into the kind of the the nuts and bolts of it uh in a minute, but kind of want to talk about something that came out today that you know is uh, uh affecting both of our team or yeah both of our teams, and specifically our goalies, Philip Grubauer from the Avalanche and Mark Andre Fleury from the Golden Knights, both nominated. For the Vesna trophy, both candidates to take home the Vesna trophy. Um, I gotta tell you, man, I did not know this is the first time he's ever been nominated for
1: Flurry. Yeah, it's, I can't believe it's that. uh, I, I knew this, but it's also uh, at the same time not that surprising yeah. because the previous Pittsburgh teams that he's been on, it's not really known for their defense. <laughs> They're sure they, they leave Fleury to dry a lot at, the, at those years. Flurry has been. And he's been touted for just being an, for most of his career, being just a good to average to good goalie and some sometimes great. That's how it's been, Fleury's been looked at. He's just a weird enigma and just keeps winning and winning. And he was never considered to be a top five goalie in his career. I thought that his 2017 season, his first season with the Golden Knights, uh, his stats, like, deserved, I don't know about deserved, but kind of prompt a Vesna at least nomination. But he, if you remember, he did miss like two months that year and Mm. that's why he didn't get nominated, but this is his first time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew he didn't win one, Mm
1: -hmm. Um, but
0: just everything that kind of follows him, you know, being the number one pick, uh, you know, having a, a good career, he's still playing, obviously. Um, you, you kind of just thought somewhere along the line he would at least have been nominated, but like I mean, and when you break it down like you just did, you're like, well, yeah, I guess it kind of does make sense that he's never really been nominated before. But do you think, uh, because of that, do you think he wins it this year? Because if you're asking me, uh, I think he's gonna get kind of that sympathy vote type of, uh, you know kickback yeah, on
1: yeah. it the, the uh the lifetime achievement right. award kind of right. stuff i i mean yes and no because i i think even even without that i think he still also deserves the the vesna like mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm I'd probably be a little bit biased here because obviously i'm a golden knights fan right but if you look look at his season he actually like if you actually watch him play I and mean, you've seen him play eight times seven times because leonard played the other one the right. other two right. times they played he really bails out the Golden Knights a lot. Like I understand how good Grubauer's numbers are and how great he, he like he, he looked like he, he's Grubauer's a great goalie and everything. But it's been it's been said a lot. He's playing behind a great defensive team in the Colorado Avalanche. Sure. Yep. Vegas's uh defense is a common misconception that they are like one of the uh, greats. It, they're good, but they really have their lapses where Fleury really had to bail him out. you know. Yeah. And, and you have Vasilevsky, who I believe is the best goalie in the league right now, but he did have a really bad kind of stretch in the end there. So yeah, I, don't I, know if that I
0: agree. I, I think Vasilevsky is, is the best goalie in the league, um, but he's still on the young side and he's already got a Vezna. Yeah. So I think because, you know, they're expecting him to probably get many more before his career is over. Um, and because I, I, I don't, I don't think Grubauer has a shot at winning this. I think he's had a very good season. Um was out for a little while with um, an injury slash COVID um, in April. I think missed a couple weeks, but um, yeah, his numbers are really good. He's got a great team. And I think that might be to his detriment. And when it comes to voting, um, like you said, their defense is incredible. So sure. He, he's, he, he hasn't really, I mean, there's been games where he's, they've needed him and he's mm-hmm. really stepped up, but yeah, um, I do. I just feel like, like you said, it's, it's a, a, you know, a, an award that they're going to give to flurry for a number of things. And one is for the totality of his career and he's been damn good this year. You know, you
1: can't take that away from him at all. So I think it's his this year. I do. I really do. Yeah. And you can't forget that it, it's one of those awards. that's not awarded by the media. General managers are the one, uh, what is Vesna and and Marc-Andre Fleury is a very, very well-liked person around oh my God. Uh, around the uh, league.
0: You know, and and that's so tough, like when your teams are going head-to-head and you know he's just a likable guy,
1: yeah. but
0: when you're, you know, a fan of the opponent, uh, you know, you just hate him for 60 minutes and then you go back to liking him just because he's always has a smile on his face and he just seems like he's enjoying playing the game of hockey.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's one of the most lovable guys in my opinion. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's hear from a uh, a couple of our sponsors today, and then we will get into uh, maybe why everybody is tuning in to us talking with each other today. Uh, What could that be? I have no idea, but we'll get to it. Uh, All right, so uh, this episode brought to you by the Locker Room app. Have you done a Locker Room yet since you've been with the Locked On Podcast Network?
1: I have not. I kind of want to wait until like the next season to really get that started. It's, It's really tough. So yeah. I'm just getting my foot, uh, my footing here. And, you know, totally
0: so, understood. Yeah, uh, they are a blast. Uh, it's the first social audio platform made for sport fans. The app is free to download. And once you are in, you can talk with me, other fans. Uh, sometimes athletes are there and, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I host locker rooms on Thursday nights at 930 Eastern That's 730 Mountain. If there is no Avalanche game, if there is, we do it after the game is over. And this week, there is no game on Thursday. So Thursday night, 930 Eastern, I will be doing a locker room room. And you can join me and other Avalanche fans on the conversation uh, that you listen to here every day. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about any league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to the big news. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Avalanche or, when Carlo wants to do it, the Lockdown Vegas Golden Knights podcast through the Locker Room Conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently on all iOS devices. And, again, it is available on Android in beta. I... Still don't think you can use the chat function in Android, but you can listen to the call and join the call uh, through your Android device. Uh, Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group and the Locked On Avalanche group for the latest league updates. Uh, Once you follow me, you will be updated when a room goes live through your notifications or through Twitter, because I do post to Twitter once that room goes live and you join up. And you chat with me and other Avalanche fans. It's awesome. So we'll see you on Thursday. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. Also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, have you gotten a Built Bar gift package yet, Carlo? Have-
1: yes, I have. Oh uh, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's surprisingly good. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was just like, I thought it was just like oh it's a protein bar blah blah. It just tastes like. A regular like snack candy bar that I normally chew. They're really
0: good. Stuff, yeah. They are excellent. Yeah. I've had people uh, messaging me saying, like, I use the promo code, I got my built bars, and yeah, you're right, they're they're really, really good. So uh, they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time t- limited time flavor. And uh, if you don't know what flavors they have right now, they have coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there is something for everyone. And if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors and most flavors contain nine, excuse me, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein. 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs, nine amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. If you go to builtbar.com right now, use the promo code locked15. You will get 15% off of your first order. Once again, that promo code is locked15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right. So I've been talking about it. I'm sure you've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the game, we'll get to where we think this series is going uh in a little bit. But I, I'm sure my my people that you know follow the abs, follow my show, um, and that I talk to through social media and Twitter and stuff like that, I'm sure they're really interested to to hear the the viewpoint of someone like yourself who is uh, you know, a fan of the other team, you do a podcast on the other team mm-hmm. um, and not just, you know, listening through like the filter of what people are saying up on social media, because those people are going to, you know, definitely defend their team no matter what. Yeah. Um, but I've seen some Vegas Golden Knight people like in positions like you say, like, uh, you know, he deserves talking about Ryan Reeves, obviously, yes. mm-hmm. uh, to be
1: penalized for this. But where the gray area is, is should it be more? I think what happened here was well to, to your point like I my position I thought he was gonna get more i I don't think those kinds of uh the, the they wanted graves to answer for the yen market and I understand where they're coming from but that's not the way to do it that wasn't that wasn't a kind of tough guy physical thing for him to do that was just goonish to be honest with you and a lot of Reeves does have this reputation of doing that but for his time in in the uh with the golden knights that's the worst i've seen him really really kind of try to hurt someone like really? intentionally yeah it, it he he it seems like it seems like he does because he is a big tough guy and all that but surprisingly on my time he hasn't really he does have like a border like he steps the line a little bit but that's wow. the worst i've seen him wow and i and and what happened i think why the reason why the only he only got two games because the president had was was started with the tom wilson situation earlier the season it was the so it was a scrum it's a scrum penalty that he didn't get penalized or he didn't even get suspended yeah you know and then you have to live through like you have to they set the standards for that already you know
0: and i think that's where avalanche fans are kind of annoyed by this because yeah like the the, the department of player safety is kind of erratic with the the fines and suspensions that they're handing down from Tom Wilson getting nothing on one end to Nazem Kadri getting 8 on the high end and it's like you know where does what Ryan Reeves fit where does that fit into 0 games and 8 games and they kind of said it falls towards more towards the 0 games and I it, think it, yeah. that's kind of really not sitting well with Avalanche fans.
1: Yeah. And understand if I was an Avalanche fan, I'd be upset too. There, I, I also think there's also a person, which I, this shouldn't be the case. This shouldn't be the case where I think they put into account where Graves came back to the game and wasn't hurt. It wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they mm-hmm. put that into account too. While Kadri, uh, uh, I forgot who he hit. No.
0: Uh god why am i blinking on it now? Well yeah, I but, but yeah.
1: I think he left it, like he didn't come back to the game no. and was hurt for the I think they put that in account. That shouldn't be the case because like you shouldn't wait for the tragedy to happen for for the for to be prepared or something. You know, you know what i mean? Yes. Yeah, there yeah. are also I I got I got to shout out because those fans because there are Vegas fans that's defending Ryan Reeves to mm-hmm. a T and I get that. I, I understand where they're like you defend your boy, yeah, like loyalty and stuff. And I get it, I get it. There, there are fan base like that in every every, sure, right, like every fan base, right? Like the the Capitals fan base will defend Tom Wilson to the death, you know, right, right, right. There, there are there are Avalanche fans that will defend Kadri, like yeah, to the, to that. Everybody has that, yeah, yeah. So no I,
0: they I, they they, you know, for for. The most part, um, Avalanche fans are are, are in agreement that hadri deserves a suspension i don't uh, you know sh- i'm sure you know i'm not talking to every avalanche fan there is in existence so
1: yeah.
0: i don't know but I, you know there i'm sure there are some that think he should have got nothing yeah but the majority of them do do think he should have got something and that's where the conversation kind of goes in different directions because people are are, are saying like what do you want to go off what's the metric you want to go off of uh how he plays and kind of his history or do you want to go off what the NHL is doing. And that's two very different conversations. And they went with his history, but it seems like they went off his history for him, but why are they not going off the history for other guys? It's very confusing. And uh, I don't get where they're coming up with these suspensions or lack thereof.
1: I mean, to be, uh, to be fair on that, uh, Cap- this is the third postseason that Calgary got suspended. Though. Sure. There, yeah. There, there is a history. Yeah. Well, I think Ryan Reeves only got sus- his, so he hasn't been suspended in the playoffs, but he did get suspended just recently. Uh, I think it was just last year in the bubble. No, in the, it was pretty recent. It was last year. I believe he yeah. got suspended. Right. Uh, he, so it's a recent history and I, I don't know where they're, it's, it's all over the, the, the conversation we're having now. It's because they are very inconsistent. Right. And then that's, that's what frustrate. That's what's frustrating to any fan out there, you know? Yep. And, well, uh, Go ahead. Uh, and I was going to say, like, I think, and also the fact that Kadri it, it means more to the Colorado lineup than Ryan Reeves does to Vegas. Let's be honest here. Very much so.
0: <laughs> very <laughs> much so. Uh,
1: yeah. Kadri
0: wasn't doing so well towards the end of the season. He started mm-hmm. off the season very well, a very Nazim Kadri like season, started to fade a little bit. But people, I think, were giving him a little bit of a, a pass for his, his uh, scoring struggles because they knew the playoffs were right around the corner and that's where he kind of excels. Mm-hmm. So, and on top of it, they were winning, you know, other people were, were filling in. So it wasn't like a big deal that Nazem you had, it was in a little bit of a slump. Um, and then, you know, game two, and then this happens and, you know, the, the eight games comes down and people are just like, what are you talking about? And then, and then, you know, it goes in front of Bettman, And he upholds it the same day that Reeves gets two games. And Avalanche fans are just like, man, we don't want to hit anybody because are they going to come after the the slightest hit uh, on an an Avalanche player? But I don't know. Do do you feel that the the, the Graves hit um, because they were going after him pretty much the rest of the game? Do you think by the time Reeves did what he did, it should have been squashed by then because they had gone after him. They they I, you know had some retribution there.
1: I guess so, but I think the way the Golden Knights players in the locker room saw it is that it was already 4-0. And I I think they saw it as it was not necessary at all. Mm-hmm. And they they carry carrier did go after Graves, but Graves didn't want to do want anything to do with it. They That's didn't true. want to drop the gloves and they didn't want to they didn't want to uh you, you know. Do the fight, you just get it. That's why I think the the situation. If you remember the Tavares hit, right, and they fought right after. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And, and it's the same it's the same conversation that their reasoning is like just get it out of the way so no none of this will escalate. And mm. and I think the reason why it did escalate is because number one the refs didn't really call anything and they're they got the the whole game out of hand and. And the Vegas Golden Knights wanted Graves to answer, but Graves didn't answer. And I think that's part of it. So,
0: so you think if Graves had dropped the gloves, who was it that went after him Carrier. first? Carrier. It was Carrier. It was Carrier? You, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, y- do you think the Reeves thing would have happened?
1: Probably not, because mm-hmm. after Fair that... Yeah, because after if, if he dropped the gloves and all, all that happened, is squashed, I think. But mm. I think it's because he, uh, he didn't. I think that's what lingered on especially with a game that's pretty much out of hand too. Yeah. Like they had nothing to lose and might as well get, get this nine minute penalty because it doesn't really matter anymore. Right.
0: Yeah. I I think that it's a very good point. I think like you're saying, they want him to answer for it and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, throw down. I think that's a tough sell to avalanche fans because they just do not like Ryan Reeves right now. And I think, yeah, I understand. (laughs) Even if he had thrown down with Carrier, they, that Reeves talked to an avalanche fan. They probably still think Reeves would have done done what he did. So we will never know. Um, it is what it is, you know, and, it, and I think it's... And uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was gonna, I'm was. i not going to lie to you. There are a certain part of the Golden Knights fan base that is glad that Ryan Reeves is suspended because they ra- a lot of people rather have Keegan Colasar in the lineup than Ryan Reeves because wow. Keegan Colasar has shown that he's been better, ho- better at hockey than Ryan Reeves. So it might
0: benefit them in game two that yeah. he's not
1: there. But we yeah. also lose Matthias Janmark too, which is yes. very it, unfortunate. It, is he definitely out? I think, so. um, I think so. Yeah, he didn't practice today. Uh, it was a deal in Sakura that the, took his line. So I am i am 80% sure that he's not going to play. Okay. Yeah. Which, I
0: mean, you don't know, like seeing that. And I even tweeted yeah. about it. I'm like, I do hope he's okay. But, yeah. um, you know, so what was your take, and we'll get to this quickly, on uh, the goalie situation for the Golden Knights. The, the Golden Knights in game one? He,
1: it was the right. It was the right call. It was a. It, it's yeah. a call that made sense. It's a. It's a luxury that the Golden Knights use. They have two elite goalies. Unfortunately, the result wasn't uh, what they hoped for. Obviously, but Flurry just came out of a seven-game grueling series uh, that he had to carry some of the games. He had to steal some of the games. He needed rest. He's thirty-six years old. Best. The best time to do it is game one with two days off the next uh, before the next game, and mm-hmm. it made sense. Don't pull Leonard because you so you pull uh, you put Leonard in there to give Flurry a rest. If you pull Leonard, put Flurry back in, that's kind of pointless, right? Yeah, there's no point. So to yeah, that, right? Yeah, so yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I, and and he's like he's a good goalie, but you know that's a rusty goalie. Uh, yeah. Going off, going up against a team that is ready to go because I hadn't played in a week, mm-hmm. so it was kind of just, you know, like I said on Twitter, he kind of fell on the grenade. And yeah. he was going into a buzzsaw. So, um, but let's hear from our final sponsors, and then we will talk about where this series goes from here. So, first, we will hear from BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You have baseball season in full swing. You have our NHL playoffs. You have the NBA playoffs. Uh, you can even bet on UFC and MMA. And in a couple months, the NFL is back as crazy as that sounds. Uh, You can get all the latest news, odds, and info on all of your sporting needs. So before the next pitch, before the next puck drop, before the next slam dunk, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in to the game as teams prep and make their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LockedOnBetOnline.ag. It is your online sportsbook experts. Also brought to you by Wealthfront and investing can be complicated whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years. Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest for the average client, their tax lost harvesting can be more, can, excuse me, can more than cover the low annual 0. 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it is automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked NHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL and get started today. All right, Carlos. So it's a one to nothing series in favor of the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, Personally, I think you can kind of throw that game one out the window for both teams. I think for the Avalanche, like I just said, you know, at the end of the last segment, they were amped up, ready to go, hadn't played in a week. Yeah. Vegas maybe banged up a little bit. Um, their can backup be. goalie, while a very serviceable back, backup goalie, and, you know, he's a stud, he can be from time to time. Uh, just it, it was not their night. So yeah, almost we also- start fresh. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, also coming, Golden Knights also coming off an emotional high from the game seven, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, it was, it was a let, like, it, it was calling for a letdown for the Golden Knights. And I, I knew were, the Golden Knights was not going to win that game. Uh, I knew, like, I did I expect a 7-1 butt whooping. No, I didn't expect that <laughs> right, either. No, no. But yeah, I, I kind of knew that it's, a, it's one game of seven. And we've seen this whole, the whole series, how these two play each other. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I've said uh, many times the season, especially when they had that four-game series mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the year with the one game that was in Lake Tahoe. The best thing about these two teams is – and we all knew it was going to where we are now. We all knew yeah. that these two teams were going to meet. Uh, Minnesota made it interesting, but we knew that it was going to be Vegas and Colorado. And th- like I said earlier in the season, the best thing about watching these two teams in a, in a long series – is the chess match and the avalanche came out and they, they laid it on Vegas. Vegas is now making adjustments and I expect them to play a a much better game. And I think they do too. And then what happens? And then avalanche has to adjust to the adjustments. And then Vegas needs to adjust to the adjustments of the adjustments. And it just keeps going back and forth. So I think this is going to be a a very long drawn out series series. Um, you know, Avalanche fans have their head in the clouds right now, and understandably so. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, if you really have followed both of these teams all year, this is going to be a dogfight.
1: Yeah, and a testament to that, too, is if you look at the regular season record between the two teams, the, 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 um, the Avalanche is a slight edge with, just, with that one overtime loss. It's mm-hmm. four four wins and four losses, but yep. the Avalanche won the losses overtime. It's very even. It's I think like one both teams got shut out by the other, and one there was one blowout from each team, and every game pretty much is like a one goal game. It's it's a crazy <laughs> crazy matchup,
0: and and they both had the same points in the standings, yeah.
1: you know. So this yes. is a one and two matchup, and exactly, and, and whoever comes out of this series the reward is playing either montreal or winnipeg yeah so yeah i mean you gotta think uh,
0: there's there's gonna be people that are gonna say you know that say the favorites are tampa until they are dethroned Mm -hmm. and i get those people that believe that but there's also a lot of people that say you know the stanley cup champion is, is coming out of this series yeah um and i you know it's tough to just you know say that's gonna you know this team is going to roll over whoever they play after this series it's you know it's, don't tell toronto
1: that yeah i was going to say it's the <laughs> nhl playoffs right. anything can happen like we like we, you just said that it was expected for this two teams to meet up it was it was it was the le- the season was leading up to this vegas and colorado matchup right mm-hmm. uh, on the other end everybody was expecting the mcdavid matthews matchup so and look where that went, right? Anything so can happen in the NHL. I love this is why I love this uh, this league in this sport is. I know the parody of this is is you just never know. You just got to keep your eye on it. That's really.
0: genuine, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think uh, Vegas is is going to do different in in Game Two?
1: Obviously, uh, they they are going to have a different goalie, and I think Mar- the way Mark Andre Fleury's style fits better against a team like Colorado, uh, Colorado because uh, he can move laterally way better than uh, yeah. than Leonard. Also, I think the the way they cover McKinnon, mm-hmm. uh, I remember, I think it was the Tahoe game where they had Alex Stuck cover him to match his speed. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to try to do that again. Although I know uh, Colorado is at home, so they have less change. So it's really their call.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I'm going to probably, you're probably going to see more of Theodore ca- covering that. Um, mckinnon line too because of the match like i said the matching speed and the golden knights are going to come in ready and they're going to use their physical because the golden knights are the bigger team so they're probably going to try to out physical colorado but colorado's a faster team and and the crazy the crazy thing with these two teams are they're so well balanced like vegas has speed but they're the bigger team but and and then Colorado is big, but they're the faster team. Like right. it's, it's, it's such a, I'm so excited. I hope this game, uh, this series goes to seven. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that, man. I can't yeah. handle the game sevens when my team's in it. And and that's, oh, you're the, telling me. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Um, And th- that's been a downfall of the avalanche. Like they have not been able to win a game seven. So mm. uh, in one aspect, yeah, I would like them to get there so they can get that, you know, monkey off their back uh and on another aspect i just you know uh just start uncontrollably sweating watching game sevens especially when they go into overtime
1: oh yeah like we the golden you're telling me the golden nets blew th- yeah. a 3-1 serious lead three years in a row three mm, that's years true. in a row.
0: <laughs> that's true yeah yeah
1: they, they uh, won the last two but i i don't want to do that again yeah no toronto right and just losing the game seven. <laughs> uh yeah for the
0: avalanche i don't know i, I mean you you won seven to one. So you come out and you have that same type of energy and you know, that Vegas is going to try to match it. And they, they should, Uh, they don't want to go down two to nothing. Even, you know, the series is not over. Even if that does happen, but um, the avalanche that, that last game that they played, those two, the, the, the one game game that they had in the, in the end of the season, that pretty much was going to, to determine who took, the division and the President's Trophy. That game, Vegas played them so tough in that game, and that yeah. was a that was a game of will for the Avalanche to somehow eke out a two to one win. That was an incredible game on both sides. I think that's kind of what we're gonna get for this. And you one.
1: gotta you gotta remember that game. The Golden Knights only skated fifteen skaters. They did. Too. They did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And another point on what I brought up a few episodes ago for the Golden Knights, where the the Avalanche kind of has been cruising. This past few weeks, mm-hmm. like their last, four, what four six games was against the Kings, and then, and yeah. then the Golden Knights just like inserted in there like once, right? And then and then and then they play the Blues the series after, yes, right? Yeah. Well, the Golden Knights had just just got this grueling playoff series. You know, true. they're they been playing playoff hockey like 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 crazy. That's true. That's so. true.
0: So I think we're you know. This is going to be a grinder. So, you know, seven to ones are an anomaly. It's not going to happen all the time. I do want to know, and we'll kind of wrap up with this. On the, In the avalanche world, the Alex Petrangelo, uh, oh boy comment from the Lake Tahoe game is just that was the stuff Tahoe of legend. Game, yes, it was the Tahoe game. Uh, in the avalanche world, it's just stuff of legend. They they, they use it oh. every single time they can get it. Um, Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I mean. yeah. I got got cut off there. Oh, uh, just yeah, sorry. just got cut off. So I'll just start. Over. So yeah, Avalanche fans use that comment uh, at any point. What's yeah. the Vegas side of of that? Do they
1: try to oh, forget it, or is it kind of as fun? Oh, as Avalanche fans oh no, like the thing I love about this fan base is they stick to a- anything to meme. Like yeah. even and even if it's negative, they they stick to it and they meme it. Okay. Like for example, the whole Marcia so. Instagram, right? Uh, uh I, I I don't know if you know about the whole is. March I don't think so. Instagram, the uh, the stop wasting my time. I don't
0: know uh, what happened there. I don't know. That. Oh,
1: you didn't. So after I forgot which game it was. I think it wasn't during the bubble. I think it was after a Vancouver game where we lost when we blew the three to one lead. Uh, his his Instagram, his wife's Instagram got spammed by uh, a bunch of you know vancouver fans and he replied to like five four or five of them saying something like i can't really repeat some of them it's okay like, like your dog is like your dog is as ugly as you stop wasting <laughs> my time and uh go suck on your uh it, mummies okay he's it's, it's, it's probably with a u so it's a mummy's titties <laughs> and stop wasting my time And that's been a meme like marshall doesn't like to waste his time that's been right a meme. really and, that's and going beautiful. back to the oh boy thing yes it's also become a meme it's like uh like everything that's positive really? or negative for uh petro because oh boy you can use as a bad thing or a good thing sure anything sure. petro angelo related is like like oh boy yeah or like, oh boy no. <laughs> good it's but good yeah.
0: to, good to know that both sides are having uh, fun with it because that was a, definitely a great moment that came out of that game yeah so. it's,
1: it's it's a funny it's a funny like yeah we 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 love our memes and we we, we make fun of our teams when they needed to be made fun of and
0: who doesn't like a good meme I mean, yeah, come on. Exactly. All, right, so. yeah. all right carlo uh yeah i mean game one is history so i think uh you know both sides want to forget about it in uh, different avenues. So
1: how, how I see it is we're just giving you guys a one game handicap. Okay. So All right. right. All, like right. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be, be fun. It's going to be a battle. So uh, thanks for doing this. We'll definitely do it again sometime in the future.
1: Of course. Thanks, All right, thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. And uh, hopefully it's an Ab's win on this side and a Vegas win on his side. Yep.
1: Yep. All right, guys. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) have a good one. All right. Go abs, go.